Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner is the podcast for martial arts instructors who want to hear behind the scenes of running a school. No fluff, just honest talk about the victories and struggles of running a martial arts school. Now, here's your host, Zach Hayden. Welcome to episode number 13 of Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner. I want to thank you for tuning in. We have a, uh, a loyal listener base, and I am very thankful for that. Um, and I want to thank those of you who have left a rating and review in iTunes. We got a new one this week. Um, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Um, if you would be so kind as to head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review for the podcast i would really appreciate that um rock mom one left a review um and a five star rating i really appreciate that um thank you rock mom one that's the um, itunes um name there you can head over to uh itunes and leave that review also, uh, I would be very thankful if you uh, let your um, school owner friends know about this podcast um, and share it with them if you find it useful, um, if you find it something of benefit for you. It's my first time getting back behind the microphone in two and a half, three weeks, something like that. Um, I uh, pre-recorded some episodes um, because I was going to be gone to the uh, ATA World Championships um, and going through my uh, mastership training there um, and some other things. And then, um, right, I got back on uh, a Monday night at like 1 in the morning. Uh, slept, you know, that night. Uh, got up, I taught classes on mon- the, that Monday uh, during the day. Um, and then Tuesday, I went to uh, a youth conference. We took, um, my brother and I are in charge of our uh, church youth uh, ministry, and we took about 21 kids to a youth conference. Um, so I have been in my house, in my own bed, like twice since um, the 4th of July. So I am happy to be home I've got a lot of stuff that's kind of piled up, some some great material and ideas that I've got from the ATA World Championships um, that I want to um, start implementing into my school. And so uh, it's, it's catch-up time now. It's time to get back um, into the swing of things and get going. And that includes um, recording the podcast, getting things... Uh, um, back on track there. Um, I was glad that I pre-recorded episodes so you guys all had stuff to listen to. Um, episode number um, 11, we talked about uh, summer promotions. Um, you know, what are you doing for your summer promotions? And then episode number 12, I talked about staff training. A future episode, uh, we'll come back some, to some staff stuff too because I had... Um, I took a great class down at uh, World Championships for our organization, and we talked about instructor certification, things like that. Um, And so uh, that's a topic that I'll be thinking about a lot um, and working with my own um, staff on and my own instructors. But today I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about social media. So I am something of a 
Mm, I'm not sure I would call myself a, a, a professional. I am a, a semi-pro. <laughs> That's probably um, speaking a little much on my uh, own behalf. Uh, but I uh, stay in the know about social media, um, marketing on social media, how it should be used, different ways to do things. And so I wanted to spend a little bit of time today talking about that um, issue and kind of going over um, some different, uh, the different social medias, um, how you, uh, how I think you might utilize them, and then also telling you a little bit about how I'm utilizing them. Um, I think uh, one of the best things you can do if you want to learn more about social media is go out and buy um, Gary Vaynerchuk's book, um, Jab, 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 Right Hook. Um, it is an excellent um, book on all the different social medias, what kind of content should be on each one, kind of how you use it, those kind of things. So let's start out first with um, the different social medias I'm going to go into each one and kind of talk to you a little bit about how you might use it and how I'm using it. But one of the things that you need to do is spend a little bit of time looking at uh, the culture of your community um, and kind of what's popular in your area. You know, what's what's a big social media um, that people are connecting with a lot in your area. And I'll give you an example. Our school, the, the community school corporation um, where I live uh, a couple years ago went to this one-to-one um, program where all the kids had some kind of laptop or um, iPhone or tablet or something. Especially the middle and high schoolers all had laptops that they got to take home and stuff. And almost every social media um, network was blocked except for Twitter. Before this happened... Twitter was only for the the techiest people in my community because we're a small town, Indiana, you know, things come to us technology-wise um, as mainstream quite a bit later than it does other people. But because our schools instituted this and Twitter was not one of the blocked social networks, it became, it exploded with our um, young people, our middle and high schoolers, um, and then the, the teachers in the schools, um, you know, and then parents followed, um, not as, you know, they're slower to adapt, obviously. Um, but Twitter exploded in our local community. And it, it's a way that I use a lot to communicate with our, um, I mentioned our youth group, with our youth group teens. Um, it's just is a very useful way um, to connect to them. This might not be the case with your local community. I know that for me, um, let's start with Twitter since I, I kind of brought it up already. For me, um, Twitter is not a great place to get a lot of leads because I can connect really well with um teens, um, and some young adults, but parents have been very, very slow to pick up Twitter in our community. It's, like I said, we're not a tech-central you know, area. Um, kids are using it because um, of the, the ability to get on it through their, their school's laptop and things, but parents really haven't adopted it. And so I can start to get people 
you know, a little bit of information about martial arts stuff, but it, it really hasn't exploded in the people who are actually going to pay for the lessons, the parents. Um, and, and our school is focused on, you know, families and stuff. So that's not, you know, a great marketing avenue for our school. I personally use Twitter all the time. I love it. You know, it's one of um, one of my favorite social networks, but it's not one that I've utilized for the school that much because of our community. I did recently test out doing Twitter ads for a self-defense program that we were hosting, um, and I didn't get a lot of leads from it. I got a little bit, but depending on where you live, that might be something that you want to check out if uh, Twitter is a social network that you are interested in or that you know your local community is pretty big into. If you aren't on Twitter, I would suggest getting on it anyways, just to start exploring it. It takes some time to get used to. Um, because of the the nature of it. Originally it started with more, you know, the flip phones where you could only put in a certain number of characters um, easily and, you know, it was very conversational. I personally still use it very conversational. Almost all of my tweets are to someone else or, you know, a conversation back and forth and things. But a lot of marketers have turned Twitter into a, a fire hose of um, information. It's headline link, you know, article link, blog post link, um, you know, quote link. And it's not as conversational. Um, I, I, I don't know how I feel about that. I really think what you need to do is look into your own community's um, Facebook, or excuse me, um, Twitter uh, kind of atmosphere get on follow the students in your school follow the parents in your school see who they follow who they retweet um you know there's still a limit on number of characters and stuff uh twitter is best done on your phone or your tablet um follow the local schools um like i said our local schools use it to communicate a lot a lot of the teachers are on it so follow your local schools is a great way to um, help out. And one of the, the things that is mentioned all the time in the, the book I mentioned, Jab, 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 Right Hook, is the fact that you need to make sure that you are not promoting all the time. This is something that goes across all social media avenues, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. You need to make sure that you are providing value to other people almost all the time. And then every once in a while, right hook. You ask for something. You, you know, have a call to action. You push a sale. But if every tweet you have, if every post you have is, hey, come check out our school. Hey, come check out our school. Hey, come check out our school. Or, you know, five classes for $59. Or all of that is what you're doing. You're, you're, you're not going to get followers. You're not going to get traction on social media. That's not what you should be doing. Jab, 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 jab. You're providing content, providing content, helping out, you know, inspiring people, um, giving them, you know, just information that's going to help them. And then, boom, you know, every once in a while, big promotion. That's how it should be done. Um, on Twitter, you can provide value by, you know, 
putting quotes on, you know, putting safety information on, um, telling people about an upcoming event, you know, an open house you might be having. That would be more of a call to action. That's kind of a, a little right hook. Um, that would be a right hook. But, um, you know, tweeting, um, inspirational quotes, uh, things like that. That would be the um, the strategy there. You know, retweeting um, information from your local school, other local businesses. Those are uh, ways to help provide value as well. So that's what I would look at if I were doing Twitter for my school. Like I said, I'm not because... Um, it's not going to get a very big return on my investment for the time spent on Twitter um, for my school. Let's hop over to um, arguably my very favorite social media network, and that would be Facebook. Now, Facebook changes all the time. Some people are very ticked off at Facebook. Some people love Facebook. Let's talk a little bit about um, what's going on. Facebook, unlike Twitter, so one thing Twitter does is every single person you follow, you'll see every one of their tweets. But that also means that your stream is going, depending on how many people you follow, your stream could be going very fast. And if they aren't online um, when you post something, people are going to miss what you're saying. But you get everything. You, you can see everything that someone posts. Facebook, um, you know, has their famous um, newsfeed algorithm. No one knows exactly how it works, but their plan, their strategy is to help you have the most interesting newsfeed possible. They're using all this algorithm stuff to figure out what you want to see, what is most beneficial for you to see, what you're most interested in, what you're going to click on most. Um, and that's what they're going to show you. They don't want to show you stuff that you don't care about. As a business owner, sometimes that annoys people. I don't get annoyed by that because I, it makes sense to me. People will leave Facebook if their news feed isn't what they want to see. If it starts being a bunch of junk, they're going to leave Facebook and they're going to go to other social networks. Now, you know, three years ago, less than that probably, everybody was big into making sure that they built these giant Facebook um, pages, that you had hundreds and hundreds of like on, likes on your Facebook page um, because then they would like your page and they'd see all your information. Well, the percentage of people who see the stuff on your Facebook page um, that you post is minuscule because of the algorithms. And you might be annoyed with that, but some of that makes sense because a lot of school owners got all their friends, all their other school owner friends, all these other martial artists to like their school page, which is great, I guess, but that's not your ideal client. That's not who you want. If I have ATA schools from California and Florida and Minnesota and all over who you know, these martial artists that I interact with all like my Facebook page. Uh, uh, how does that help me? That's not going to generate any new business. That's the wrong way to use your, your school's Facebook page. So um, I think as a school owner, you should have your personal page and you should have your, or excuse me, your personal account and then your um, Facebook page for your school. Now, I think this is my opinion. 
I know many people have many different opinions. I am a transparent individual, as you can tell from this podcast. Um, I don't have a personal profile that is just for my ATA people or my martial arts um, students and parents to be friends with me. I'll let them be friends with me on my regular page, no problem, because I'm the same person inside of my school as I am outside of my school. I have no reservations about them seeing. I'm not hiding in the, anything from them. Um, I don't swear at the school. I don't swear outside of the school. I don't, you know, have pictures of, you know, scantily clad women in my school. I don't have them on my Facebook page. Um, I'm, I'm transparent that way. I, I think as a martial arts school owner, you should be too. That's my opinion. You could be different. That's fine. Um, and so I don't have a problem with that. Now, do I have all my students as friends on Facebook? No, I don't find the need to do that. Um, they can follow me um, on Facebook, but I don't have all of them as, as my personal friends um, because I, I don't see the need to do that. Then I have my school's Facebook page. I think of my school's Facebook page as an advertisement. I think of it as a marketing avenue. I do not use this page to keep in touch with all my students. I use a Facebook group for that. I think I've posted a podcast about this before. Um, oh, my communication um, strategy. So um, episode number six, I believe, is uh, the episode you can read about my communication or uh, listen to, excuse me, about my communication strategies. And I communicate with my students through a Facebook group, not my school's Facebook page. My school's Facebook page, I use just like I use Twitter, jab, 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 right hook. I put out interesting content. I I put out quotes. Um, I put out videos about my school. I, you know, have pictures on there. Um, testimonials, uh, things like that on there. And I use that page to advertise then also. Um, You are not going to get a very high um, view rate on the stuff that you post on your Facebook page uh, because of the algorithm Facebook has. What I do then is use that page to run paid advertising um, through Facebook. Um, I don't want to get into paid advertising right now. We'll do a whole episode on Facebook advertising um, coming up. It's something I've I've spent a lot of uh, time working with and experimenting with. I think it is one of the smartest ways you can advertise right now. Um, I had a yellow book guy come in and try to sell me this big ad. And, you know, it was going to cost me like three or hundred dollars or something i was like dude you know how many leads i can get on facebook for three hundred dollars i mean it's ridiculous so my facebook page uh, for my school is used as a place to get leads Um, i want people to like my page who are in my local community who are interested in um raising uh, children um, having uh, better family lives, being more fit, um, those kind of things. That's the kind of person I want. So I'm putting out content um, on my Facebook page that will attract that kind of person. 
They might not be ready to take martial arts yet, but they like to see the information I'm putting out on my Facebook page that might inspire them um, or later lead them to um, joining our school. That's how I use my Facebook page. Um, like I said, I think Facebook is a um, magnificent uh, avenue for advertising your school. Let me take a quick drink here. Sorry, I didn't pause, but I thought we'd just keep on rolling. I, I don't think Facebook is going anywhere either. Facebook has made a lot of plays recently. You know, it's a public company. They, they've been doing some very interesting stuff with um, their advertising platform and their um, other apps that they have on, on your phone and things that I just think Facebook is, um, they're in it for the long haul. And I think it's worth um, the time to investigate in learning that, um, learning that platform and staying engaged on it. I will, uh, especially if you guys are, are want, um, I plan on doing an episode in the future about Facebook advertising things. Um, if you're interested in that, make sure you uh, let me know in the in the group that we have on Facebook that you can find at mediacompany.me slash group. Mediacompany.me slash group. And that will take you to the uh, Facebook group. And you can join there and uh, let me know if you're interested in learning more about Facebook ads. I've got some stuff um, that I, I can teach you about it. And then I, I, I'm looking at uh, bringing someone on the show and interviewing them about Facebook ads as well. We'll see. Let me know what you think about that. So let's go to Google+. I don't use it. I don't post stuff on it. I think it's a. I think Google will start to dismantle it more and more as they move forward because it didn't turn out to be what they want it to be. Um, now, there's something to be said for um, posting some stuff on there so that you have better SEO, um, which is search engine optimization because Google owns it and things like that. I, you know, I'm not sold on that thought process. Um I think you should probably have a profile on Google+. You should have an account. Maybe use a, a service um, like um, uh, Zapier or If This Then That where when you post something on Facebook, it automatically posts it to um, Google+. That would be the only way I would really use Google+. Plus, because I'm not going to spend time on that network personally. That's just me. Um, I don't think it has a lot of traction. I think if you spend a lot of time investing in Google+, Plus, you're going to miss out because it's going away. That's my, my view of things. Next, let's look at Instagram. Okay? Instagram is a social network that is exploding. It, I like, you know, there are social media experts who are saying, well, one, this is the year of video because video is really huge, um, and, and I agree with that. But also that this could be um, the year of Instagram, and it's really exploding. Its ad platform is starting to come around. I haven't experimented, even looked into advertising on, on Instagram yet because it's just not... Um, to that point for me um, that I would that I would utilize it but um, 
let me uh, tell you a little bit about Instagram. It's all pictures and hashtags. It's not. It, it's not um, a network for a lot of communication. You're posting pictures or videos. People are double clicking on them or double tapping on them to like them. Maybe make a comment. You're using hashtags to, uh, um, you know, and descriptions, descriptions and hashtags. Um, and then there is, uh, you can have a call to action, but there's only one way to link to other things, and that's in your your bio. Um, and so it's got its own kind of atmosphere on it. But I would highly suggest that you check out Instagram and how people are using it. Um, in your community. Um, the search uh, for Instagram has gotten so much better than two, where you can see local businesses, you can see other things. Um, and I think it's a great way. One of the big ways to use it is it's all almost all jabs. I mean, you're, you're showing lots of cool content all the time. That's what it's built for. And then every once in a while, you can have a call to action in it. It's easier on Instagram to do all these jabs than it is on Facebook. People have the tendency on Facebook to go, oh, we have a sale. Oh, we have this. Come do this. Come do this. Um, and so everybody's you know, right crossing and, and people ignore that and they, they're tired of it. Instagram is much easier to do jabs on, and the jabs are really cool. Um, and it's pictures and videos. I'll tell you, um, really, the guy that I would watch for great Instagram content right now for his martial arts school, um, I'll actually give you the the uh, martial arts school's Instagram account, is uh, Legacy Martial Arts. Um, Legacy Martial Arts is the Instagram account, and it's just spelled out just like that. Um, this is uh, an ATA school um, in, I, I believe it's in California, and they do an amazing job of putting lots of great Instagram um, content out there. Uh, when they have a new student, they take a picture of them, and they uh, post it on their Instagram, and they, they use some nice hashtags. They've got some good videos, lots of cool stuff, and they're you know they have uh, let's see fourteen hundred followers right now. You know that's a great um, that, that's really good uh, for their school. Um, I, I one of these days I'll talk to the um, the school owner there and see if they're getting leads from Facebook. But I think or excuse me from Instagram. I'm sorry, Instagram. Um, I really think it's it's doing a great job. Um, Hyper Martial Arts does a good job of using their Instagram account as well. Um, this is an, a this is a social media that is growing rapidly with all different age groups, um, and I think you should definitely be checking it out and posting. I, I've been bad about I. I don't really have a, an account just for my school. I have a personal account and I post some stuff for my school on there. I need to probably go ahead and start an account just for my school and be putting information on there. One of the things that you can do there is, you know, take pictures of your classes with a description. You put a filter on it, you know, go from there. Hashtag your local um, town, you know, hashtag your school. 
um, hashtag your organization, uh, hashtag martial arts, you know, the things that, that are going to possibly get people interested in your area and they'll be searching and find. I would, um, I would also look into creating some, so pictures are the big things, videos, um, short videos can be posted on there then too, all right through the app. I would, I would do almost all of it straight through the app. There are some other apps that I would suggest using as well to make um, neat quotes on the pictures and things like that. Um, you know what? I'm going to do a whole episode on Instagram, I think, as well. I'm going to write that down because there's some apps and things that I think you should use. Um, and today's episode is going long, so we will uh, come back to that and give you more information on Instagram and kind of how you should utilize that. Let's see, other social networks that you should be um, checking out. I am going to tell you that I think there is a place for Snapchat. Now, um, I know there are a lot of people who are warning, don't use Snapchat, kids are using it for sexting and all this kind of stuff. Are they possibly, are they using it for that? Yep, sure they are. But Snapchat continues to innovate continues to bring content to people um, and I think it's just going to keep growing and growing so I think there is a place to be uh, a place for Snapchat if it's something that's being used in your community I used it uh, I haven't used it recently no I shouldn't say that during um, the ATA World Championships I used it to kind of keep people up to date with what was going on it was really neat to utilize that it's an easy way to do it it builds community and interaction which is really cool also um, I used it uh, with my black belts to challenge them so each day every once in a while I would send a snapchat to all my black belts to tell them hey do this many push-ups and this many setups or or hey do this um, form or, or whatnot. Um, if you want to check out kind of how I'm utilizing chat, Snapchat, you can uh, follow me on Snapchat. It's a TKD underscore Hayden. And you can find me on Instagram the same way, TKD underscore Hayden, or Twitter the same way, TKD underscore Hayden. And you can check me out on all those social networks. Um, other social networks that I'm checking out, uh, Yik Yak. Uh, frankly, I don't think that's going to do anything for you, so just skip it. Um, Periscope and Meerkat. These are both live streaming video apps that have come out, kind of built uh, upon the Twitter um, thing, but they've they've broken apart from Twitter also. So Meerkat came out first, um, and I really liked it. Periscope came out just shortly after, and it's actually owned by Twitter, um, and I believe it's it's possibly going to take over and be the powerhouse one. Uh, I used both of these also while I was at World Championships to broadcast different things, um, different events that were going on, the mastership ceremony and stuff, so that my students could watch them. I could set up a live broadcast right from there that they could watch on their phones, or I used Meerkat on one of them because they could watch it right from the web. I couldn't figure out how to send my students a link to the Periscope um, if there was a page on Periscope. I don't I don't think that is there yet, but I'm sure they'll add it. Um, so... I would definitely check those out and I would utilize them more for maybe showing um, some of your program, 
But I right now, what I use them for is to build community with my my current students, and then my prospects. Um, if I'm showing them, if I if I have a lot of prospects, if I have a lot of people who are possible leads for me, um, following me on these social networks, I would not use Periscope to show off you know things that might not be appealing to a, a, a mom off the street or something like that you know i'm not going to show them you know crazy um grappling mma style stuff i'm going to post i'm going to you know live broadcast a um board breaking fundraiser we're doing at the school or a parents night out or a, a, a just a mat chat a, a character um discussion that we're having those kind of things that people are going to see and go like, wow, that's what the school's all about. Um, that's what I would check out when when utilizing those. Now, my suggestion with social media, I ran through those real quick. I really could probably do an episode on each one and maybe I'll do a series. I would love to know what you think, what you'd be more interested in learning about when it comes to social media networks. I, my suggestion is to grab one or two and buckle down and master them and utilize them really well. I didn't talk about Pinterest. We could talk about that as well. I got a whole other um, views on that as well. So maybe what I'll do is is come back and, and have um, individual shows on each network. But I want you to tell me if that would be interesting to you. If you don't care, if you're like, I don't I don't want to do it if, if it's not interesting to you as well. So if you'll um, head over to mediacompany.me slash group and um, go into the Facebook group and let me know in the comments for this show what you'd like to learn more about when it comes to social media. Again, my suggestion is that you grab one, two um, networks to really dig into and focus on. I personally, if I were you, would make that Facebook and Instagram. If I were doing it today, I would make it Facebook and Instagram. Those are the two I would spend a lot of time on. Let me know what you want to know more about in social media. Um, I'm thinking about bringing on some experts in some of these areas. There's just some people who I think are doing a really good job. Um, I would be uh, interested in letting and uh, knowing from you what more you'd like to know when it comes to social media. This is one of my favorite topics. Um, I could talk about it all day long, so um, let me know. That's today's episode. Make sure you head over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review and comment on the Facebook page or the Facebook group uh, about what you thought about this episode. I would be really very thankful. Um, until next time, keep striving for excellence.